Welcome to the Recess Podcast. My name's Jacob. I'm Rohan. Hope you get a few laughs and learn something new along the way. Let's dive in. So, Jacob, I know a lot, I was looking at the statistics, and a lot of our podcast listeners are college students right now, um, from the ages of like 18 to 24, and now we're seniors in college at the University of Illinois, and I thought it'd be cool for us to talk about our college experiences and how we believe someone can make the most out of their college experiences based on what we live through, right? Um, How would you kind of approach that question? Yeah, I think, I speak for myself, I don't know if I speak for you too, but I definitely think I've done a lot of things wrong in college and I've definitely felt like I've done a lot of things right and so I think there's like a lot of things I can say specifically when it comes to like what what's better or worse for me at least exactly Um, so yeah yeah, if you want to get into it yeah I think on that note like you mentioned there's not one right answer for anyone right you can't just say oh like you have to do this in order to achieve this I think one of the best pieces of advice I've received from someone was take advice with a grain of salt (laughs) because everyone has their own advice based on their own life experiences, but no one actually is in your situation and knows what you're going through. Right? So number one thing is instead of us sitting here and telling you, here's how to make the most out of college. First thing is figure out your goals. If you are paying this money to go to college, what do you want out of this? Right? How do you figure out like, are you here to just have fun? Are you here to get a job? Are you here to meet people? Figure out what your goal is there. And then from there, break down how you want to operate your life in order to get the most out of it, right? So a common question people will ask is like, what's a good GPA to strive for? I feel like that's a question I get a lot. And I, I don't have a 4.0. What's um, your GPA? 3.86. That's pretty good. So it's I'd better say it's, than mine. Mine's, it's mine's a 3.6. Well, it's so, we, we both have pretty good GPAs. Of course, there's a lot of people out there with the 4.0. And their goals are to achieve a bronze tablet, which is something the University of Illinois offers for anyone who graduates top 3% of their class, right? So I knew from day one that my goal is not necessarily to be the top in terms of GPA. That's just not what fulfilled me personally. And I knew that I could get similar jobs if I had a slightly lower GPA. So then I prioritized finding other ways to spend my time in college that was going to give me a good enough GPA to get a job that I wanted but not striving for the top there, you know, where I know a lot of people will strive for the top there in terms of that. Um, yeah, I think GPA is like a, it's like a, something that they have a baseline and then above that it's like whatever, right? Yeah. Like a, a 4.0 kid versus like a, a 3.8 kid is like not that different, maybe a little bit, but like everything else the same, maybe it'd be a little bit higher, but usually the 4.0 kid won't have everything else the same because all the time you have to spend on that homework, on getting, ev- stressing about every single test, every single whatever, the likelihood of you being having the ability to do a, a bunch of other crazy things and figure out like what you actually want and like yeah join i mean different clubs all this stuff and be harder and it is about figuring out your goals right to anyone who has a 4.0 they probably right if i'm guessing they might feel like by having a top gpa that holds them accountable to actually spend time learning in class and gain knowledge out of the classes they're taking and that's why they paid for college right so that makes total sense yeah so it's about figuring out what's right for you Um, And if you don't spend all of your time studying for classes or um, putting as much effort into your homework, what else are you going to do with that time, right? Are you just going to have fun, which that's another big thing of college. Like these are four years that you're never going to get back again. Um, It's a time. It's an expensive time to have fun though. It is. You do have to remember that. Like if you're just coming to college and like just to have fun, that is an expensive amount of fun that you, I mean like how expensive is college? Like what? 20, 30, what's, what's, what's a geese, like 30 grand a year, mm-hmm. 30 grand a year for four years is 120 grand. That's a lot of fun to have. Like, I, yeah, I know. With but, 120 grand. So like, here's an example. So 
it depends on like your major, career goals, personal goals, academic priorities, all of that, right? I have a good friend, um, and he is from California. He's in the business school. He doesn't spend that much time on classes as much, but from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. every night, he's working on his business. He has a clothing brand that has blown up. And he said his big reason for coming to U of I and coming to college was so that he can make connections, meet people and expand his own clothing brand. And it has become a phenomenal success. He has NBA players wearing his stuff, big artists, Lil Keed, who just passed away, rest in peace. Um, but that was his reason for even coming to college in the first place, right? Which is pretty fascinating that not everyone has to have the same kinds of goals and you have to find out what works for you. So what's he study? He studies like something in the business school, finance, <laughs> marketing. Barely studies it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he originally wanted to go, uh, he had come up to me and he's like, I'm interested in consulting. I'm like, why are you interested in consulting? He's like, I don't know. It just seems like what everybody does. And I feel like it's so true. Everyone in the business school gets pushed. These different things that society tells you are great, right? Like go into banking, go into consulting, go into accounting because these are the high paying careers, right? And I mean, we are both going into consulting, so we're not bashing on not any me, of Not me, not anymore. <laughs> we are not Keep bashing yourself. on these at all. But um, I was like, for you, you have something going for you. You have this like big... Uh, clothing brand don't just fall into what society and the people around you are telling you that you have to do because that's what's worked for them. So how do you find what's right for you and how do you find what you actually value? If you're say you're in college and you're a freshman or sophomore, how do you know what you value and how do you know like oh like I don't need a four O because of this reason or I do need a four O but how do you decide that? So I mean it depends on your major. It depends on a lot of factors, right? Like for example, as a business major at Geese specifically I have seen case examples where I knew I was very interested in consulting, management consulting, because it would give me a lot of exposure to many different industries, clients, and but how'd you find types. that out? Is it, did you talk to people? Did you? Great question. So that's kind of the second point of how I feel like I was able to get the most out of college. And it's by joining student organizations that already exist. So, um, the nation's largest student run consulting org is IBC, Illinois business consulting, and it's at U of I. So I had heard about this club in freshman year. I was like, Oh, like this seems somewhat prestigious. Back then, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I wanted exposure to a lot of different types of organizations in the business school specifically, right? So I joined IBC for consulting exposure. I joined Prime, which is an organization about like intro to investment banking. I joined IPO, which was like a intro to investment management. I joined a tech organization. So like trying to figure out my own passions and interests, I didn't know what I wanted to do at the time. And so I loved my experience in IBC, the consulting org. And so I spent five semesters in there and that's where I was exposed to what are these different big consulting companies? What do you actually do on a day to day and all of that? And that's how I found it. So I think whatever those interests might be, joining student organizations, um, number one, allows you to kind of get exposure to what that industry could be like in the future. Like I've had a lot of people come up to me and they're like, oh, I don't want to join IBC because I don't, I don't think I'm interested in consulting or I don't know what consulting is and I don't think I'm a good fit for it. That's why you don't need to go into consulting, but at least if you're interested in business problem solving skills, it can't hurt to at least apply to the student organization and then yeah. test that out later. It's so much easier to, to test out your passions and what you want to do in a student org that you can literally drop like that. After a semester. Versus, you don't even have to stay the whole semester if you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Versus doing a whole job like, oh, that sounds cool. So if you figure that out earlier, it's much better. And on top of that, the earlier you find it out, the better prepared you will be for the actual career that you want to go into. Exactly. And then another benefit that comes with joining a bunch of these student orgs is you get to meet people who are also interested in these specific industries. So now, of course, there's that cliche like, 
your network is your net worth or whatever. Um, I think there's never going to be a time and again when you'll live in a bubble of everyone your age. Isn't that cool? Like, yeah, we, like we literally live two blocks from each other. Like I literally live like two blocks from two, 300 people that I know that are all interested in the same thing as I am, that are all the same age as I am. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Like apart from seeing professors, like everyone we see on a day to day is honestly our age, which this, this opportunity is probably never going to come again unless you go to grad school or something like that. Um, are you interested in grad school? Oh, no <laughs> shot. No way. Are you? <laughs> You're done with all this. I don't know. Um, I don't think so, but I'm keeping my options open. I just don't know enough about it and how it would really affect my career at this point. So time will tell. Um, I think there's a lot of, I mean, this might be controversial, but I think I'm a, there's a lot of people that are like very check the box type of type of thing. Like, oh, I need to like get an MBA to like check the box to get this. Or like, I need to go to school to like check the box to get this. Or I need to get my like CPA to check the box to get this. And like, well, that can be useful in some circumstances. Like if you want to be a doctor, like I'd hope you check the box and go to medical school. <laughs> but at the same time, like, if you like, if your goal is to be like super successful and like make a bunch of money or something, then like checking the box is stupid. Now, if you, if your goal is like be really strong in like one career, then checking the box like might be okay. Like might be smart. Well, I mean many times. So this past summer when we were at PwC, I was speaking to some MBA interns and I was like, what is the benefit of, M of an MBA? I'm just curious. There was someone girl at Michigan and she was saying like, it's a career pivot opportunity where if you were in one industry and now you know you want to enter like consulting, banking or private equity or something like that, an MBA is definitely a check the box thing that could give you a, a step up and really increase the probability. You'll gain a job in one of these different industries, right? So that's, that's a valid thing. So it depends on what your goal is out of that grad school position. Say, say you're in big into research or you want to become a professor, then checking the box with that uh, master's or PhD is absolutely necessary to become a professor at a university teaching chemistry, for example, right? Yeah. So I we just are, for me, no shot. I'm with you on that because we're also in, we have to acknowledge we're also in our own bubble of like the business world. There's people out there who are, might not be target audience of our podcast, but that are interested in going into research or um, things of that nature where a grad school might be necessary and might be a better, better fit for them, right? Yeah, like I said, if you're going to be a doctor, please go to medical <laughs> school, please. <laughs> Yeah. Do not do open heart surgery on me without going to medical school. <laughs> so what are some other exam other ways people can make the most out of college to you? Um, I think there's like to reiterate your point of it's so important of the people you surround yourself with in college. I think it's like really easy to just like hang out with like the people you meet like on day one or like just like get sucked into like some random crowd of like, oh, I joined this one org or like I'm in this one frat. So like all the people I hang out with are in my frat or something. It's so easy to do that. And I think that's dangerous because if you don't look around and like honestly ask yourself, like, are these people that I'm hanging out with like people I want to be like, that can be really dangerous. And I think like you legitimately just like are a sponge that you slowly become like the people you're around, whether you like it or not. And so it's, it's kind of scary to think that like if I'm around Rohan all day, every day, I'm like just slowly going to like morph into like Rohan number two <laughs> that won't be too good and he's gonna he's gonna morph into me and so like oh if, boy. if I want to be like Rohan then like that's great and that's the person I should be around but if if it's I don't know somebody I don't want to be like for whatever reason that is then why I, I can't be hanging out with them all the time yeah I mean depending on the school like University of Illinois is a very big school but sometimes it feels very small because people start to hang out with the same people over and over that they've met since day one right um I think 
also something I've noticed recently in this past year is like, like attracts like, right? Um, before start, so starting the Tuesday Toe, starting this Reset podcast, starting Galleon, now I feel like somehow I've been introduced to a lot more entrepreneurs, a lot more podcast creators, a lot more newsletter people and writers, right? People who are trying to build things on their own. Just through people reaching out to me and be like, oh, you have this podcast? Like you should meet X person. They are also interested in creating a podcast. So then you get to have more of these conversations with people who have similar interests to you. I think that's something that's been pretty impactful lately in terms of finding out people who you want to hang out with. Yes, I think we talked about a couple of things, just like get back to where we are. We talked about like finding your values and like what you care about and then like basing the things you do off those values. So like whether it's the GPA you want to get um, or whether it's like what you want to do with your like with your life, whether it's your major or your like the student orgs you join. And then we said like the way the way you can do that, some of the ideas that we had and that worked for us was like joining a bunch of different student orgs that like can help you find out those things. Um <clears throat> And then to like surround yourself with the people you want to be like and want to like learn from and stuff like that. So is that, that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah. I think one other thing that popped into my mind, we've talked about this on another pod or just in our own time about that Alex Hermosi quote where he was like, when I was 20, I wanted to be a millionaire. When I was a millionaire, I wanted to be 20 again. Right. So this isn't to say like, oh, like you have to spend all of your time building your future and focusing on yourself and all of that. Like at the end of the day, there's only a few years that we have in college and when we're young. And so if you value when you're 80, being able to tell those stories to your grandkids about these are the fun times I had in back college. Back when I like, was in college, you said like every dad ever, like I was back when I was in college. Yeah, I but was... sometimes I think that's also important. Like I don't want to go to the grave without fun stories that I can share with the world. You know, it, it keeps life exciting as well. So figure out what is important to you, but it's actually worth reflecting and taking that time to, to break that down and then follow pursuit with whatever that is. Yeah, I think the last thing I want to say um, uh, on this topic is that there's so much opportunity in college that you'll never have again. I think that they did some some study and like they took everyone's like uh, I don't know thousands of people and all this stuff, whatever. And I'm I'm definitely butchering the study, but basically <laughs> that the only thing that really mattered in my mind from this study was that they came to the conclusion that the best time in the world to start a business is your freshman year of college. Oh, I agree. And it's literally because there's so low risk. There's like, I mean, you're like living uh, like in this place. You're like, usually you have your, your finances are all covered, like all whatever, like by whatever means they are. But like, if you fail the business, you're not going to like put your wife and kids out of your home. You know, you don't have an employer, you don't have a family to, or at least taking care of a family. Yeah. And on top of that, most likely. (laughs) Yeah. On top of that, you have an insane amount of resources around you at all times so like we found this random podcast room it's really amazing we have like one of the third largest um libraries in the nation like all these different things we have like iVenture which is like this accelerator yeah. that that can help you with your with your startup um give you seed funding um all this stuff is like at your fingertips and you n- never have that type of support again and so all that to say is like have fun do the things you want about val- like find out what you value but at the same time like I think it's really fun to like build your own thing and like do something exciting that you want to like take with you. And now's like the best time to do it. And like definitely don't waste the opportunity that you have in college because a lot of people think of college as like, oh, I'm being risk averse and I'm going to college to like set my future up. But I totally disagree. I totally disagree. I think that like your life, like after college is so much riskier than before college for 99% of people, unless you're like, your dad is like super rich and paid for your school and like, in that case, congrats, like 
good luck like to have fun do whatever you want because like you're lucky and you don't have to worry about that but like the financial strain of college for most people is so large and on top of that like the the time you're spending in college like literally like wasting four years of life where you're not making money and you come out with like i mean for most people like thousands and thousands sometimes tens twenty hundred thousands of dollars of debt which puts you so far behind and so like definitely don't waste the opportunity like have fun but at the same time like don't waste it and with all the opportunity you have like do something with it and i think it'd be foolish not to maximize like the amount of money you're spending to be here at a college at an institution oh absolutely 